0: Yes, welcome everybody. Happy New Year! Lots of smiling faces. Can we just go around the room once because we are an incomplete group, just so that non-present listeners here who's all here. Adrian, am hey, uh, oh, sorry. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Adrian. Krista, Salia, Danielle, Lauren, Alessa, Patrick. Thank you, and maybe we'll be joined by Mason still. So Courtney is still away on vacation. Lucky woman. Is she in Bermuda? Yeah, Yeah, that makes her lucky. That makes her lucky. So we weren't quite sure. Um, At our last meeting, uh, there was a short notice cancellation by Suzanne at the time. Then we weren't sure when she would reschedule. Um, I had inquired about her being able to join today. Before Christmas and now after Christmas, after New Year's again, so she came back to me about joining us next week. Um, which leads me to Adrian sent an email around that you are not able to do this time anymore.
1: No. So
0: that is really unfortunate. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just, I just don't think there's any way around it. Um, I basically just for background, I really personally feel that what I've been doing at the Soul Kitchen is a major... In, I feel like I've gotten a lot from it and I feel like Salt Haines future, at least in Phoenixville, is supported by that activity and I kind of can't be doing it anymore on Thursdays and Fridays because we're trying to rent the space out. <clears throat> so that only leaves Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, and um, I really don't want to do Mondays because I need to come here and do something, so um, it's sort of the only possible days I can do it, um, so I just don't know what else to say.
0: So when I read it, I just thought, gosh, well, we've gone around that block and a bunch of times trying to find an alternative time, but I wanted to open it up one once more, um, you you said either Mondays, Thursdays, or Fridays would work for your your capacity to be here.
1: Well, I, at this time, yeah. Yes. And if we decided to do it at other times, then there are other possibilities. But if it's lunchtime, twelve o'clock, then that would be when um, it works for me.
0: So Thursdays, is it you, Thalia, who's not here? Yeah, no, not at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Fridays came close when we discussed it the last time. It just was an unwelcome day to the meeting. Um, yeah. But, uh, so that, can we check once more about Friday? Oh, you couldn't do it. No, I can.
2: Friday
0: lunch. Friday huh? lunchtime, Patrick? I can try. I'd have to
3: switch, I'd have to see if I could get coverage for lunch. Okay.
0: What would you
4: learn? I
1: don't
4: think
1: so. You could. Are you here or are you working? I don't
5: work after 12 months, I guess.
1: So, what about Phoenixville then, just out of interest? Is that even worse for you or impossible?
2: meeting
1: at 12 o'clock on Friday in well, All I'm saying is that's just I'm just exploring the other possibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, whatever time I mean all I'm saying is I don't know what time works for everybody but you have who with you? On, is there always a different person? Um, on Fridays
4: there's
1: nobody with me until 1. So 12 is feasible. Well I think to have the meeting in Phoenixville
0: at 12 o'clock on Friday won't I mean people would need to leave here at twelve thirty. Yeah. And that yeah, that doesn't
1: So you guys work until twelve.
0: Yeah. So the earliest it could be would be twelve thirty. Who's coming at one?
4: Well actually right now nobody. Okay.
0: Um but it might But it probably will be filled, yeah. Okay. So well, shall we try Phoenixville, twelve thirty on Fridays? But next week, I mean, with Suzanne coming on
1: the, on Wednesday. And Mondays, is it, you're in Emerson, is that the issue?
4: Yeah, both of us and, West and West.
1: That, That's not and possible. And Ivy. No, I think it could. Oh, you have Ivy. Yeah. I do have got daughters. Well, that theoretically could be moved back a little bit. Can pay for it to be one three. Actually, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We have a nice rhythm, Doesn't you know? Right? Yeah. <coughs> Mondays. Doesn't work? Doesn't work. Yeah. And Thursdays is the same as Fridays for you. Correct. Except that you have somebody with you, or? No, I don't have any.
4: Well, Thursdays actually even might be better, because cause
1: somebody's there in the morning. Yeah, so they're both working, there, so. Mm. What about
0: Wednesdays so at 3.30?
1: 3.30 I can be here till 4.15 1.6 here dear
0: yeah. listeners I have such a smile on my face thinking of how you must enjoy this portion <laughs> of conversation <laughs> anyway like saying, and oh, let's keep going this and is and important that. this matter yeah. so I'm um. Thursday at 3.30 over Friday at 12.30 12.30 Yeah. Wednesday, 3.30 or Friday? No, over.
1: Over. Yeah, well... Wednesday, 3.30. Yeah. It sounds like... I mean, I... Yeah, I like that, too. I mean, I... Then we'll just leave... I'll leave it like, four past, but, you know, we'll be probably all grateful.
0: Okay. (laughs) So Wednesday is (coughs) 3.30. I can check with Suzanne whether she can make the time next week Then we could start next week already if she can't. I would like to have the meeting with her. And if I'm not
1: here, I mean, I've Mm -hmm. had a lot of talking with her. Just give me more. A lot of, like, two. Hi, Mason. All right. Anybody hot water? water.
0: So, Mason, we just discussed um, changing meeting time, and we seem to be settling on Wednesday, 3.30, here. Okay. Does it work? Yeah? Yeah. I should maybe also report that a bunch of additional people are now under the email group uh, called co-group, association. Mason is on it and a bunch of other people. I have to find the list <coughs> let you know at the end of the meeting who's all part of it. But um, There are seven or eight additional people now. Um, I think out of interest to figure out what this is. <laughs> so. all right. So, um, in our last meeting, um, while Rachel was here, uh, and we talked quite a bit. I mean, the conversation was quite incredible. I thought, where we talked about Holy Nights, the Holy Nights journal. Um, and and all of that, and uh, at that point we were looking to maybe grab a meeting during the Holy Nights to just come back to these topics. And we are still in that window of the 12 Holy Nights. They close out on January 6th with the King's Day and um, the Greek Orthodox, um, what is it, Christmas? Yes. Okay. So uh, um, I thought we could maybe either share or talk a little bit about um, has anyone taken up any, anything of this holy night's journal work um, or just thought in different ways about different things. Does anybody want to share anything is really my opening question. I've been going into
5: a deep reflection of my last year, month by month on each day, which has been actually really hard to look back mm-hmm. um, and kind of relive some of the things that I went through last year. And uh, by this point in the year, things were looking up for me personally in a big way. So I'm really glad to be out in the first six months of the last year's <laughs> reflection. But it, it was, it's, I think it's really important to go back and feel that and think about it differently and maybe reprocess some of the things that happened and, and in a condensed way so I've been overall very much enjoying it. I realize it's a lot harder for me to remember my dreams than I mm-hmm. thought. <clears throat>
0: I had, um, it was a Christmas Eve maybe, and it's no surprise to people when I say I'm a smoker, so I sometimes sit outside and uh, smoke a cigarette late at night, which I did Christmas Eve as well, and uh, this tree, I call it the Christmas tree that's lit up at night here on on campus. It was a clear night, um, and the moon was kind of sickly, just, just above this Christmas tree. And it was a real portal for me to enter this mood of the holy nights in a really easy way. It it just seemed so special. I mean, I've probably often sat there and saw the sickle moon, which I love, by the way, much more than the full moon. Um, so what I did a lot was just using uh, colors to draw moods or to, Make mood color charts, or whatever you want to call it, and um, I took quite seriously um, thinking about the association and uh, trying to remember say January last year through the window of the association work or non work or you know the the searching that went on in these early months of the year and um, trying to. Come up with some inspirations for okay. Now we're again at the beginning of the year. It's January second. It feels fresh. Where from here? So I I. That was my focus rather than going through my personal reflection life. And um, yeah, I have a few thoughts about that. Um, I think it was Rachel somewhere who was uh, encouraging us to have maybe, to make a plan, a work plan for the year. And I, um, I, it didn't grab me so strongly, to be honest. Uh, I mean, a work plan sounds good. We had work plans and uh, they depend on people. So I rather wanted to see where the people were and what what arose, and then, at hand of that, formulate a timeline around things. Um, But I think we are in a much stronger place now. And the one thing that we grappled with before the association was formed and founded, and in the early time of uh, the association co-group meetings with this relationship of saltin organization and saltin association. And I um, really, f- this for me is a real intention to make this actually more tangible. I mean, I know we are on board level somewhere in there, but um, we really need to, as an association, Um, grapple with that again more strongly, I think, um, and more clearly and come out with with uh, greater clarity. I think the strategic planning process will help with that, but that for me is the core question, actually, um, that has arisen out of my ponderings. So that is not just on board level, but maybe what are the other levels where this relationship needs to be clarified or change or shift or you know whatever might need to happen around that so that was my um i think most important consideration with that process Did other people have any Holy Night
1: thoughts, experiences, anything? <clears throat> I did not. Um, but it's interesting because I I was just thinking that it's almost weirdly every Holy Night, and this is you know maybe said a lot about me that I go deeply into some kind of <clears throat> detail of something almost deliberately not what I should do. (laughs) And so that's sort of an interesting thing to reflect on. And the way I often uh, explain that to myself at least is that because if I just went with it, it would just be too much. So I've got to go the other way and sort of like go into the weeds of things so that I kind of don't get like Mm -hmm. taken into space.
2: I was attempting to do a reflection month by month. And I found it really hard to remember what happened, you know, specifically month by month. So that was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think I had a sensation of feeling um, like wanting and feeling really happy when things were quite Literally locked up. So like, when we would put the animals away at night, and like we would lock the stalls, and it's just kind of this like very, uh, like definite ending. Like the day is done. The animals will not get out anymore. And like we would lock like or close our house door. And like now we are inside, and I'm in bed. It's like I was really aware of the definitiveness of this past holiday break for some reason, I felt so good that things were in their place Mm -hmm. in a a way that I don't know if it really impacted me as much as it has. I was really aware of everything being in its place and me being in my place, in my house, in my bed, animals away, like this very structured thing. I don't know why that has been coming up, but it's given me a sense of um, like, mm, deep, like peace. And at the end of the day, it's something I look forward to knowing that there's no chickens running around, or there's no, this running around or that running around. (laughs) So I don't know if that has to do with holy nights, but I definitely feel that marked definitiveness over the past two weeks week.
5: I've had this experience of um, so many parties and social events and days off of work and like doing things that are out of rhythm that I'm just really, really happy to be back into some sort of normal <laughs> so maybe that's what it is too yeah. Yeah. loss of rhythm those parts of your rhythm that you still
6: mm-hmm. you can hang your head on Yeah,
5: They're just that much more important
6: I felt the quietness of campus since I got back earlier. Of course, difference from rhythm, like Danielle, and in a way I'm happy to be back to rhythm. But it was a good, special experience. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you have the orthodox epiphany.
0: I just wanted to say, Alisa, with what you describe, what it evokes in me is this. Isn't that the classic image for midwinter time that you go into your house, even though the weather out there didn't necessitate it quite as much as deep snow would? But uh, this this drawing in, drawing around the embers of the home hearth, if you like. You know, that that's what comes up for me when I hear you. Yeah. Adrian, I'm dying to ask you what
1: detail you went into this with. <laughs> Not sharing? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't
0: think you went,
1: no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. No. no. I mean, no. I, it's just, you know, right. I've done a lot of work on my project. Let's just put it that way.
0: All right. It will, will be you.
1: revealed very soon. Oh my God. on the edges of our seats.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's not interesting. Don't worry about that. If it's not Soul Kitchen, then I'm really curious now. Then. Well, it's,
1: it, it's that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's,
0: let's maybe give you the space now. <laughs> not push to worry. Anything else? Anyone else?
1: I mean, I can mention that I'm in the process of learning how to be a food manager. That's an easy one for people to understand. Mm. And that's a lot of detail about, you know, germs. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't
3: move into action. Um journaling or anything like that, collaging. But uh, last meeting, it really stuck out to me to do something like that uh, and to plan for that next year. So looking forward, um, I intend to do something like that next year, Mm -hmm. this this year. This year? Yes. Good to go.
0: All right. Um, we also brought up um, that maybe would be nice to read the Foundation Stone at least once during this time. Um, I brought a copy along with me. If we want to close our meeting with that, we should set aside about a five-minute time space, if that is OK. Mm. Um, I wonder maybe we should precede the actual reading to once more to speak about it a little bit, to just give a bit of context. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with it, um, just let it be, is really what I would ask, let it be. <laughs> um, so if we close up with that, then maybe now we have a few. Minutes to just check in on actually regular business. I think we're having a land summit meeting tomorrow, so let's let's maybe just go around. Is there anything we should know between now and next Wednesday that is important? We start with you, Patrick over there, whom I don't see. You have a lampshade, as <laughs> um. Is there anything?
6: Hmm. Is, if it's about housing okay. yeah. shall we have Patrick on, on January 8th, 5.15 a housing meeting that, that, I know it has been a while I don't know if there's any update Patrick the, about housing and you and I wanted to plan a neighborhood meeting fairly soon, is that right Patrick? Yeah neighborhood meeting
3: sounds good but um, uh, let's Talk about that outside of this meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, regarding the land summit?
0: No, uh, just whatever's relevant to your areas. To just, oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's, okay. I can really look for that. Okay, so we hear back from you. Sounds good. Okay, thank you. Um, I
2: would say that the conclusion of our land summit, part three tomorrow, 3.45 in the room with the aim, of, uh, the aim of bringing together something tangible, uh, some sort of statements or statement outcomes or something that could be passed on to others in terms of our hopes and dreams and plans and visions
0: and anything. I really like that you put together a, a, a summary just before we all headed off, off into vacation. It was great, thanks. Um, Lauren?
4: We have a, outreach. an outreach meeting tomorrow at 1 at Entwine, and it will be every other Thursday <coughs> at Entwine, so everybody's welcome. Um, and we're just going to keep it at that time, and if you can't make it, you can listen to it. Um, actually, I still have to send you the last one, but... Um. But I would, you know, I hope people can make it. But, you know. Mm-hmm. And then what was other? we have a welcome gathering. Welcome gathering. I sent out a save the date. Um, for the twelfth of January, which is very soon. Um. But Kate and I are putting together a flyer. We'll, we'll have that out but hopefully this week, and I think hopefully
1: <coughs> maybe Friday we can go to. Anyway, yeah. And where is that again? Um, It'll be in the
4: rose room here.
1: This is Sunday morning? Saturday morning. Saturday morning.
0: morning. 11
4: a.m.
0: Nice. And that was the pancakes (coughs) and the woks and the. Yeah, well, yes. All of those
4: things? Mm, Yes. Maybe thinking maybe waffles, I think might be easier. But, anyways, (laughs) this is like (laughs) such a minor detail.
2: If you do uh, pancakes, can we donate the pancakes? I'm desperate to get rid of oh,
4: some pancakes. So uh, oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah, That would be great. We
2: have syrup,
4: too.
2: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I think
4: that's it for us. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have anything? No. I
0: don't think so. <clears throat> We need to get a peer review committee. Yeah, I think
5: Sabina and Alyssa are the people. Did you tell them I guess? Maybe it wasn't like you.
0: I'll go back and look. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Valia, you had your moment. Anything else to add? And he, he, yes, I think the the peer review I need to understand, but it's, it's you and Elisa, Sabina. I know that when Danielle sent an email around to say who wants to work on that, we had decided here to make a little subcommittee to get this thing going. Um, I know I responded, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. It's, it's the peer review process through uh, the Campbell Association of North America. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. that. Yeah, okay. So what is required now is that we actually get it going, yeah. Bring it down to Earth. Yes.
4: Crystal, mm-hmm.
1: right. anything? None no? Any? no. <clears throat> I am... Um, I'm still wondering about the secretary role. Me too. Is someone thinking they should think about that or I you're it doing is. that, all right, okay. <clears throat> um, I mean, it is interesting that ever since I quit the job of economic chair, all I've done is figure out economics for the <laughs> Sultane Association, interesting enough, well. Just to say, I, I would like to um, open the conversation sometime in the next weeks slash months if we could look at the bylaws again and i'm interested in you know making a case for why we could remove the phoenixville area time bank and change it to the salt currency (coughs) as the Mm -hmm. official association currency rather than time bank so that's just a thought one of the thoughts i've had over the Yeah. yeah
6: Nixon, Nothing new, other than
1: Happy
3: New Year. Happy New Year. May I, may I add sure. It's not really an association um, per se, but it's uh, it's just you know community news that there's a concert at Capitol is that I that I mentioned that. Yeah. From seven to nine, and uh, suggested donation is five dollars for the traveling artist. There's an artist coming from Washington D.C. and a couple uh, from uh, local area here, and I'll be performing myself. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, it's going to be some ambient music and some mellow experimental music, Um, and I've been told through Facebook that it's gained like 90% more attention uh, on our Community Arts Phoenixville page than any other of the events going on right now, so that's really exciting.
0: So, yeah, you brought up the secretary uh, question. I, As far as I know, nobody has come forward and said, I want that job. So it is right now really more a matter of going to people and saying, will you take that job? And um, again, I am thinking about a few names and I really don't know how to go about discussing this in a way that is okay or respectful, I think I just first go to people and say, hey, would you be interested? And then encourage people to come forward, if that's okay. And Anybody else can do this. Everybody else can do the same.
1: So just to clarify, so where we left it, at least where I remember, was that there was some time period in which people could be uh, connecting was it with you like to tell you I'm interested and yeah. that time period passed without anybody contacting you yeah. All
0: right. but that doesn't mean again listeners not in the room just thinking that was just before the Christmas vaca, yeah, vaca, whatever we want to call it these days. Um, anyway, the Christmas break of some sort. The minds were probably, probably elsewhere. So how about renewing that one more time? If anybody out there is interested to hear more about this job and or this task or this responsibility, and wants to offer to take it on, uh, please, please, please. Make yourself known to me. Um, but uh, I, I would encourage the rest of us now to really actively go and talk to people and uh, move this on. Um, we really ought to be able to fill this. Should we put a new deadline on it? January 6th. It's four days away. Four days <laughs> away. I just don't know. How many people listen to this, Adrienne? <coughs> Over here?
1: Like, I don't know how many people, typically somewhere between 15 and 20 listens, so if we all listen to it, then maybe a couple other people, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. that's, it uh, doesn't give unique visitor type information either. Mm. so it could be multiple, it could be that this guy's listening you know, 10 times, you know, <laughs> <I've vetted it. laughs> I know I listen to it usually once, so.
0: Well, deadline or not, I think we're going to pick this up in, um, in two weeks' time, seriously. Kind of. okay. All right. I think we have <coughs> arrived. Maybe, unless there's anything else, anybody else wants to say
5: anything else? Um, I want to mention that there was a meeting with Beaver Run two weeks ago. Um, with the Sultane, some members of Sultane leadership and some members of Beaver Run Circle um, just to talk about some possibilities of a collaboration between the two organizations. And they have gone through a master planning process and a strategic planning process and are looking to build all kinds of new buildings on their campus. Um... So we're just having a conversation of how maybe we could collaborate together <coughs> and they could, for a short or long term, utilise some of the buildings that we have available. Just so that people know that that's the thing that happened.
1: And I think it should be said that that meeting, one of the issues taken up there was that um, now that that meeting has occurred that each of these communities would take it further into their community process, which is essentially, I would have thought for us this group would be the beginning of that process. Um so what process is that? Asking the community what they think about oh. some form of collaboration with with the other community, more than what we have now, which is that they use our hall sometimes, and walk around here and use our bathrooms sometimes too. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: But does that not fall a little bit under this whole strategic planning? Yeah.
1: But m- I, that's
0: Movement as well?
1: Yeah, I think it's all all kind of coming together in various ways. It's a little bit like the land summit is kind of connected to the strategic plan. You know, any conversation here is, the, you know, board meetings, people on the street talking. Um, This kind of question would be one that I think uh, in terms of this uh, um, location would <coughs> ultimately need to find its way back to that plan but I think if you know we all sit around and saying oh wouldn't it be great if Beaver Run just kind of did something insulting and we, we made a strategic plan about it and then went to Beaver Run and they said uh, what are you talking about that would be a, a bit of a waste of time so I think the idea is that this is an exploration as part of that process of is there any anything to be had by Uh, collaborating with beaver Run. and in order to do that each of those communities would have to ask the question is there anything that we could imagine could be interesting to collaborate with them about and if they both come back and say no then that's simple If they both come back and say yes then that's possibly interesting if they one says yes one says no then that's even more interesting but somehow i think uh i think the bottom line is that if we're going to go through a strategic plan and we don't really know for sure well i don't at least i can't imagine anyone else does what really should or could happen here to not have some kind of conversation with our you know nearest camp or neighbor who we were kind of almost born out of that would be considering it's such a dramatic change that's happened here in the last whatever years, Um, it's sort of almost like it's time has come for that conversation to at least have had happened Um, rather than that we, because I think that one of the biggest things that I think people here should know is that they want to spend 20 million dollars building things like, you know, a greenhouse, like a a gym like Whitson Hall, they want to build basically all this stuff that's like we have here. And the question is, is there anything that would be, you know, could there be any of that resource saved from being essentially duplicated before, you know, doing that by some form of association rather than just say, you know what, we don't really want to collaborate with each other. So as a response to that, you know, each of us will spend millions of dollars on doing things our own way, even though we're somehow connected. And that might be the way it ends up, but I just think we need to at least. Inter kind of act with each other a bit, I think
5: I, just thinking about it, it doesn't make sense to not collaborate I, like I'm wondering what the downfall would be of collaborating. you know I can't see an instance and maybe it's because I don't know you know certain things like why would it be bad
1: to <laughs> collaborate? Collaboration is always great until you're actually doing it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I would I would suggest thank you Danielle and Adrian for bringing this forward to. So next week we have Suzanne here to use the week after for a more in-depth conversation about this. I mean, some of us here, the first time, uh, I certainly have a bunch of funny thoughts uh, and questions that I would like to then have a bit of time hearing responses to. and uh, So that we actually have a conversation about it rather than now trying to evaluate right away. Let's give it a bit of a breather. <laughs> Does that make sense in two weeks? And, and, and again, you know, we can, we can contemplate that question, maybe come a little more prepared to, to such a conversation. I was asked you, Danielle and Adrian, to guide that conversation. Alright, oh, the foundation stone. We are at the I end I think of it. our time here. Yeah. <coughs> so one can go really into into the weeds about okay. what the foundation stone is, but maybe for today um, uh, the anthroposophical work has a headquarter, if you like, in Switzerland with with the Goetheanum and there was a first Goetheanum that was built, it was a very mystic-looking building made completely out of wood and a lot of um, international craftsmen and craftswomanship came together. Actually, during the years of the First World War, it was quite amazing how out there the war was raging and in this little place, an international group of people created a quite fascinating building which unfortunately burned down, and I. There were suspicions, and there are various um, thoughts about what happened there. But suffice it to say, it was a big, big shock to the system. It was really uh, very experienced, very, very tragically um, that this building burned down. Um, but not it took Steiner not too long to say, well, we have to build a second gotianum which is uh, what is now still visible when you go there to visit it. That's the building where the first building was made out of wood and looked lovely, and cr- a little bit like a Hobbit house, actually. It gives that feeling. Um, the second Goetheanum is made out of concrete and is quite mind-blowing uh, when you see it. it. It doesn't touch the heart right away in the way the first Goetheanum. So it's it's just an interesting contrast. Um, maybe all buildings, but anthroposophical buildings, always have a foundation stone laying, and the foundation stone often has been made out of out of copper, a dodecahedron. Do-deca-hedrons? Dodecahedrons. Can somebody say the word properly? Not me. <laughs>
5: Dodecahedrons. Yes, thank okay. you.
0: So, and uh, in my previous community, it it was always a very solemn thing what went into such a foundation stone, the thoughts and the good wishes and the verses and the items that went in and so on. So, the foundation stone laying for the second Goetheano was this uh, meditation that we're gonna close with, and. Um, Rudolf Steiner spoke about laying this foundation stone in into the hearts of human beings and not just you know putting it on a piece of paper and into the ground. I actually don't know whether that happened as well, but anyway the the important piece is that this is a foundation stone laying into the soul and spirit, the heart of of human beings, and we can choose to pick this up or not, and in that sense, connect with uh, anthroposophical work in various ways. Um, That's all I wanted to say to it. Is there, do you want to add anyone? I am really self-conscious about reading this because yeah, I'm not really good reading out loud without getting stuck. I wonder, does any one of you? And it's, it's, it's rather long and it's precious. And I really
1: would. We... And yeah, thank you. Human soul, you live within the limbs which bear you through the world of space. Into the spirit's ocean, being. Practice spirit recalling. In depths of soul, wherein the wielding world creator being, your own eye comes into being in the eye of God, and you will truly live in human world all being. For the father spirit of the heights holds sway in depths of worlds begetting life, spirits of strength. Let ring forth from the heights what in the depths is echoed, speaking. Out of the Godhead we are born. This is heard by the spirits of the elements in east, west, north, south. May human beings hear it. Human soul, you live within the beat of heart and lung, which leads you through the rhythms of time into the feeling of your own soul being. Practice spirit-sensing, in balance of the soul, where the surging deeds of world-evolving unite your own eye with the eye of the world, and you will truly feel in humans' souls creating. For the Christ will, encircling us, holds sway, in world rhythms bestowing grace upon souls. Spirits of light. Let from the East be enkindled what through the West takes on form, speaking in Christ death becomes life. This is heard by the spirits of the elements in East, West, North, South. May human beings hear it. Human soul, you live
6: within the resting head, which from the grounds of eternity, unlocks for you world thoughts practice spirit beholding in stillness of thought where the gods eternal aims bestow the light of cosmic being on your own eye for free and active willing and you will truly think in human spirit depths for the spirits world's thoughts hold sway in cosmic being imploring light spirits of soul Let from the depths be entreated what in the heights will be heard. Speaking, in the Spirit's cosmic thoughts, the soul awakens. This is heard by the spirits of the elements in east, west, north, south. May human beings hear it. At the turning point of time, the spirit light of the world entered the stream of earth existence. Darkness of night had ceased its reign. Day radiant light shone forth in human souls. Light that gives warmth to simple shepherds' hearts. Light that enlightens the wise heads of kings. Light divine, Christ's Son, warm our hearts. Enlighten our heads, that good may become. What from our hearts we are founding but from our heads we direct with focused will.